Hey everyone, you are tuning in to Frida's World Podcast, a platform where women of color can have open, honest, and candid discussions about their experiences being a woman of color in the workplace. I am your host, Rita Pierre, CEO and founder of Frida Women NYC, a fashion brand that sets out to motivate and instill confidence in professional women through the use of fashion accessories. Each week here on Frida's World, we announce the Frida Woman of the Week. This woman represents the Frida Women values by being fierce, resilient, erudite, empowered, daring, and ambitious. She is a trailblazer who is killing it in the game. So without further ado, this week's Frida Woman is none other than my dear friend, Audace Garnett. Audace was actually a guest on the last episode of Frida's World, where we discussed domestic violence and the professional woman. Audace was born in Guyana, South America, and migrated to the United States with her family at the age of five. She was raised in Jamaica, Queens, New York, which is where she currently resides with her four-year-old daughter, Naya. Audace has been a victim advocate for over 12 years specifically working with survivors of domestic violence, sex trafficking, teen dating violence, and technology abuse. She currently works at a national domestic violence organization and serves as a youth advocate and mentor within her community. She also provides consultations to adult professionals and parents around teen dating violence and various issues that affect the youth. Audace, we salute you for your work in uplifting and empowering women who are victims of domestic violence and sexual abuse. If you or someone you know is a Frida woman, send us an email with your name, your picture, and a brief bio to info at FridaWomenNYC.com. Again, that's info at Frida. F-R-E-E-D-A WomenNYC.com. So on today's show, I'm going to recap my recent experience as an attendee at the first annual Haitian Ladies Symposium that took place this past weekend in Washington, D.C. The Haitian Ladies Symposium was founded by Nadine Duplessis Kearns. What initially started off as a brunch amongst close friends turned into this amazing idea to create a symposium to further connect, grow, build, and support Haitian women. This year's symposium, as it being its first, was amazing. And the people that they had to serve as panelists and guest speakers was phenomenal. And I, I mean, I would never imagine there being such powerhouses under one roof. We had individuals such as Corrine Jean-Pierre, who is the senior advisor and national spokesperson for moveon.org, which is the largest independent, progressive, digitally connected organizing group in the United States. We also had Stacey Samuel, who is an award-winning reporter and producer with more than 20 years of experience. And she's currently the supervising editor for National Public Radio's Weekend Edition, a news magazine broadcast 
that puts premium on news, art, and cultural coverage. And among these two powerhouses, we had individuals such as Cleve Mesidor, who is the managing partner of Mesidor Strategies and a board member of the DSL Haitian Women's Foundation and of the Associate, um, sorry, and of the U.S. Haiti Technology Association. She also served on the Obama administration as Director of Public Affairs for U.S. Department of Commerce's Economic Development Administration. And the list goes on and on of powerhouses and just influential women that was you know either serving on panels or just were in attendance for this particular event. Now, why did I find this to be so empowering? Well, first off, and I think quite frankly, women of color are not necessarily portrayed in the best of light in the media. Um, for the most part, especially with the way reality TV is going nowadays, uh, women of color are seen to do quite the opposite of empowering each other. They're seen to, you know, manipulate each other, tear each other down, hate on each other. They engage in what I call the Mrs. Me Too effect, where instead of congratulating and crediting each other, they upstage each other. What I saw this past weekend at the Haitian Ladies Symposium was just, again, like it was breathtaking. It was empowering. What I saw was women from different age groups sharing with one another their secrets, their tactics, and their sound advice on how to navigate the workplace, how to engage in Haiti, how to build and promote your personal brand. There was nothing catty about this weekend. And as a new business owner and working professional, I learned so much and I met so many wonderful people. I commend Nadine and her team for their efforts in uniting us. It was not a futile effort. And I think I can speak for everyone who attended this weekend in saying, I feel more empowered to be the best person I can be for myself, for my family, for my immediate community and for the Haitian community at large. So there were definitely several points throughout this weekend that really drove home for me, um, not just as a woman, but as a professional working woman, as a professional working woman of color. One of the first points that was made throughout this weekend was valuing yourself. Being able to value yourself, promoting yourself, knowing that you're good enough, knowing that you're smart enough, knowing that you're, you can be confident enough to tackle new challenges, to be present in your current setting, to rise to challenges. Oftentimes, and I can say this for myself, we don't value ourselves. We, we do so much promoting of others that we kind of neglect ourselves. And in order for us to be the best versions of ourselves, in order for us to be the best that we can be, we need to recognize that we are a force to be reckoned with. We are smart and that we are very valuable, more, much more valuable than we could ever imagine for ourselves. And I think understanding that and knowing our worth 
will allow us to move forward and upward in this society. Um, Another thing that I felt was also like just a reoccurring theme in this entire weekend, there were just so many reoccurring themes, but understanding who you are and what your brand represents. And I feel like this is also something that many of us working women, we don't really take the time to address. Many of us do not know who we actually are. And we continue to go through life allowing other people to define us, whether it be our children, whether it be our significant others, whether it be our, you know, our work family, supervisors, superiors, whatever it is, we allow other people to define us. We allow other people to let us, to tell us what our minimums, what our maximums are. We allow other people to tell us how far we can go what our potential is. And we don't take the time to really sit back and listen and observe ourselves, to understand our capabilities, to understand our weaknesses, to understand our strength. We don't take the time to do that. And many times I think it's because we're out here being superwomen. We're trying to tackle on the world. We're trying to be the fixer for everyone and everything. We thrive on being the go-to person. We thrive on being the individual that knows the answer. And in in doing all of this, the one thing we neglect is self-awareness, self-understanding. And in order for us to really create a personal brand and to really represent a brand, we have to first sit back, evaluate ourselves, understand ourselves to even see like, what is the, what, what, what brand are we actually trying to put together here? Like, what am I representing? What do I truly want to represent? And what am I giving off? You know, when people think of, you know, the Rita brand or the Frida brand, what resonates with them? What are they actually seeing? Um, we need to we need to understand who we are, and we need to understand again strengths, weaknesses, everything that makes us who we are, in order to properly push forth a brand. We can't move forward and say this is our brand if we don't even know who we are and what we're actually putting out there. And so, you know, listening to the panel and hearing the different panelists talking about you know, your personal brand and how to promote it and how to build it. Um, This piece right here about understanding yourself really, really um, hit home because I, I sit back and I'm guilty of it myself. And it's, you know, we don't take time to really understand who we are and we just keep going with the motions and keep going with the flow of what people um, think we are or what we ought to be. Um, Another important piece was Understanding that not every opportunity is for you. And I think this also goes along with the branding and understanding who you are and thus understanding what your brand is to know what opportunities to go after, to know, you know, who, who can I work with? Who can, who should I not work with? Just because an opportunity presents itself doesn't mean that it's good for your brand. Doesn't mean that it's good for you. And Going back to the understanding of yourself, if you understand yourself and you understand what it is that you want to put out there, you will know that it's okay 
to say no to certain things because it doesn't promote your brand and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't promote you and it doesn't push the agenda and the message that you're trying to convey to the world. Now, again, going back to, you know, sticking with the theme of branding and all this is kind of like interchangeable or all this is relatable. When you don't value yourself and you don't understand who you are, you kind of allow other people to work harder for your brand than you. And and I guess to make it sound much clearer, it's that, you know, there's that saying that no one should be working harder for your brand or no one should be working harder for your mission or your agenda than you. And I think oftentimes, because we don't take the time to really understand the process, understand what's going on, understand who we are, what we're putting out there, when we're looking for help and we're looking for assistance to push our agenda, to push our mission, to push our brand, um, sometimes we allow people to put in more effort into our vision than we put in ourselves. And that has so many damaging effects. And it's funny because I think I remember somebody from that panel saying, if somebody is working harder for your vision than you are or pushing your agenda more than you are, you need to just close up shop and hand over your business to that individual. And I think that was so powerful because even with myself, who is a recent or new business owner, still trying to understand the lay of the land, going through the ropes, you know, forging relationships with people, breaking relationships with people, I find I can see how it's easy to inadvertently allow someone to push your agenda um, or to basically promote your brand or to work harder than you are. You know, you're relinquishing certain things that you should probably be focusing on you know, little tasks that you might not think are that big of a deal. You're, you know, handing it off to other people. And in a sense, they're running with it. And you're, you know, it's, it's in a sense like your project gets lost. And I think that's what leads to the confusion. And, you know, it's, it's a hot mess at the end of the day. So, you know, understanding your value, understanding who you are in the process, um, knowing what you represent, knowing what you want your brand to represent, not allowing people to basically take your vision and run with it. So being able to have the discipline enough to stick with some of those tasks that are career defining. It might seem tedious now. It might seem, you know, like it's, you know, it's so overwhelming. It's so time consuming right now. But sometimes it's in those tasks that may appear to be tedious, might seem to be meaningless, where your true, the true essence of who you are, what you're trying to do, the vision of your brand, that's where it all manifests. So, you know, on some final notes, one of the um, panelists by the name of Magdala um, Racine Silva, um, she, you know, made us go through this exercise where we envision who we are, who we want to be. And she tells us to close our eyes 
and to envision this individual that we want to be. So if you want to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you would envision yourself as that as that woman who is the CEO of that Fortune 500 company. You would envision you being that woman, you know, being in charge, being that go-to person, being, you know, being everything that the CEO of a Fortune 500 company would be. You'd close your eyes, you'd envision you being that person, you would envision that person rather, and you would step into that individual. You would step into this woman that you envisioned and you would, you would assume her. You would assume her role. You would become her. And I thought that that was such a powerful moment because many times I think we think about what we want to be, or we say it rather. We're like, oh, I want to be, you know, this, 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 you know, this boss. I want to be the head of this company. I want to be an entrepreneur, own my own company, be my own boss. We say these things out loud. But sometimes we don't really take the time to believe it, to really feel it, to really envision ourselves as, you know, whatever it is that we truly want to be and basically like relish in that. We don't do that. And I think if we were to take the time to sit back and say, well, one, you know, draft out, go to the drawing board, create a vision board. This is the person that I want to be. This is how I want to, you know, achieve this. This is, you know, the agenda. This is the plan. This is whatever. Map it out. Sit back. Review what you mapped out. And then step into it. I think if we took the time to appreciate the process not just think, oh, I want to do this or I want to be this, but really sit back and like, you know, delve into it. And then once you've, once you've created this, this, this image, once you, once you have envisioned uh, yourself being that person, now actually claiming it, stepping into it and you know it was it was just a powerful powerful portion of this particular panel discussion about uh you know building and promoting your personal brand i feel like that in and of itself could have been the panel discussion because we really just don't take time to do things like that it's like when they say you know take time to smell the roses we don't because life is going so fast. It's coming at us so fast. We have so many responsibilities. And as women, we take on so much. You know, we, we're head of households. We are trying to move up the career ladder. You know, we're parents to, you know, children who, you know, will be the next generation. And we, you know, we're so fearful about how our children will turn out and what, what's going to happen. Like we have all of these stresses in our life, all of this guilt all this shame that we go through that we just don't take the time to really smell the roses and really envision ourselves as being 
the things that we are saying that we are that we want. Um, advocating for yourself, knowing again that you're worthy of all of the accolades, that you're worthy of the promotions, um, you know, being in that workplace and knowing that you deserve that raise and advocating for yourself to get that raise or to get that promotion. We spend so much time advocating for other people zealously. We don't advocate for ourselves. We neglect ourselves even. You know, these are all of the, all the points that were just, you know, made over the weekend. They were, you know, they they were like ingrained in our minds almost. And, you know, finally, like the purpose of this symposium was really to not just connect, but to empower and support each other. And, you know, I feel like as we're moving forward in this generation, there's a lot of women empowerment movements that are coming about and we're doing so much better in that realm, you know, regardless of what the media is still portraying. But I think at the end of the day, if we, you know, if we continue to support and promote each other, like if someone is doing something great, we should be inspired by that. We shouldn't be envious of it. We shouldn't be hateful. Um, We shouldn't be jealous. We should be inspired and support that person in their vision, support that person in their journey. Um, We know we can draw from one another. We can use our connections. We need to be genuine with each other, with the people that we meet. I think all of these things are important to continue this, this, you know, women empowerment movement that is well on its way. One thing I feel like we all need to understand is that there is room for everyone. Everybody can win. We all can win. And I think if we really, you know, keep that in mind that there's no reason to be a hater, especially in this society where, I mean, there can be 50 million women empowerment organizations because we need them. There's not a lack. Um, if we keep that in mind that, you know, every organization has their own spin on it. I'm not going to do things the way another organization does, or my company is not going to do things the way another fashion accessories is going to, you know, do it. And that's okay. In fact, that's encouraged, you know, going into the business, you know, you shouldn't be like, oh, um, I'm not going to go forward with this fashion accessories company because there's already 50 million out there. That shouldn't deter you because everyone has their own unique take on things and everyone has their own unique spin on something. Um, you know, I think if we all just collectively just got together, supported each other, and was inspired by what it is that we see each other are doing, we would get very, very far, further than we are now, because quite frankly, I think we are headed in a really good direction, the way, you know, empowerment is looking. You know, one thing that I do every morning, which to some might sound silly, is 
as part of you know my prayers that I say in the morning, I always pray for God to take out the spirit of hateration from me. Because I think we're all capable and we all have the propensity to be haters. I mean, there's so much, you know, people are doing such great things. Social media is highlighting everything that everybody's doing. Although we don't see the journey, we see the end result. And so that end result looks good. So we're all kind of like, man, I wish, or how did she get there? How did she do this? And instead of seeing the, how did she do this in a negative way? Like I've been doing this for so long, I ain't get nowhere, but this one comes out of nowhere. And all of a sudden she's X, Y, and Z. We should be inspired like, wow, she did this. Now let me move forward and do this and, you know, do it better because there's nothing wrong with, you know, moving forward and doing better than what's already in front of us. So at the end of the day, you know, that was basically the Haiti, the Haitian ladies symposium weekend. It was just a opportunity to connect you know, to grow, to build, to support um, each other in this journey called life, in this hectic journey called life, Um, you know, this journey in which we're females navigating so many different realms, you know, the workplace, you know, the home, uh, dealing with other women, trying to be great, you know, trying to engage in, you know, other countries. I mean, there was just so much to take away from this particular weekend and a weekend was not enough. And I'm hoping that next year, maybe it might be a week long event where it's a conference of some sort, because I definitely think that we can all stand to be in the presence of powerhouse women who are paving the way and who are serving as trailblazers and are creating paths that we never thought would ever exist. So that's this episode of Frida's World Podcast, um, the recap of my experience at the Haitian Ladies Weekend this past weekend. So to find out more about, you know, what it is that they're doing, certainly, you know, there should be some plugs at some point on my website on social media to keep you guys abreast for anybody who is interested in joining the Haitian Ladies Network. But with regards to Frida's World Podcast, episode four, it's a wrap. Be sure to check out our website at www.fridawomennyc.com to shop for the latest workplace accessories. And while you're there, check out our blog. Uh, Learn more about who we are, our social impact initiatives, and upcoming events. To like and subscribe to Frida Women NYC, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Frida, F-R-E-E-D-A, Women NYC. Frida's World Podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you stream your podcast. Till next time, guys. See you later.